Performing an SEO audit on your website can help you uncover items where your website can be improved to increase search engine rankings. An SEO audit leaves you with a checklist of SEO fixes and improvements. We're going to walk through exactly how to do an SEO audit for your own website. And now it's time for some more DIY SEO tips with Jennifer Regina. So first is, when do you perform an SEO audit? Well, there are two primary reasons why you would perform an SEO audit on your own website. The first reason is if you suspect you have an issue. If you aren't happy with your traffic from search engines, if you feel your website isn't moving up in search rankings, it's time to perform an SEO audit and determine if there are any issues that need to be resolved. The second reason is if you haven't focused on SEO before. If you've recently decided that you want to start leveraging SEO to grow your own traffic, performing an SEO audit is a good way to get started. This audit is specifically designed to use a minimal amount of tools. When you're getting started, an SEO audit can be beneficial. However, when you're getting started, you also probably aren't making as much money as you'd like and you have low to no budget. So we aren't going to use expensive tools for the audit. For each item, we'll list out a free tool that you can use to accomplish that part of the audit. We'll break the audit into three different parts, the technical aspects, on-page elements, and user experience. And we've also put together a template so that you can easily document your findings as you progress through the audit. To download the free Google Sheets SEO audit template, just click the link in the show notes to view the full article, and there will be a link there to download the free template. So we'll start by going over the technical aspects of the audit. Let's start the audit by checking for duplicate website versions. You only want to have one primary version of your domain. All other versions should redirect to the primary. The various versions include HTTP, HTTPS, and the www and non-www versions. To test this, type each variation into a browser and make sure it automatically redirects to your preferred version. So if my preferred version is httpsmywebsite.com, I would check and confirm that these variations all redirect to that domain, the httpmywebsite.com and then httpswww.mywebsite.com and also the httpwww.mywebsite.com. Since my preferred variation had HTTPS and non-WWW, I would check to confirm that the HTTP and the WWW versions of both redirect to my primary variation. Ideally, you do want HTTPS to be the primary variation because you want your website to be secure. There is a minor boost in search rankings for having a secure site. There is no preference between the WWW and non-WWW versions. That is completely your preference. Neither option impacts search rankings either way. Okay, so this is where you'll take a look at the audit list that you downloaded, and you can go ahead and check off each item. So for this first item to update your audit list, if every version redirects to your primary version, great. Check this item off your audit list. If any of those versions did not redirect, flag this audit item so you can come back and add a redirect. 
Next, we'll confirm pages are being indexed in Google. So there are two ways to do this, both of which are free. The first option is to search directly in Google. You just go to Google and then use the site attribute to restrict the search results to your website. So to use it, you just type site colon directly before your domain. So you would type site colon mywebsite.com. And you'll see at the top of the search, it displays the number of results. It will say something such as about 300 results. The number of results gives you an idea of the number of index pages for your website. If this search doesn't find any results, or if there are only a couple, there's likely a problem. If it finds a handful, but you know your website has hundreds, you'll want to figure out why there are so many pages missing. If it shows a few hundred and you agree that your site has a few hundred, then that helps to confirm that pages are being indexed properly. The second option to confirm pages are being indexed is to use the Google Search Console. This is a free tool, but if you haven't already set this up, it won't have any data in it yet. If that's the case, it's still a good idea to set up Google Search Console to use later, but use the first option to complete the audit. If you already had Google Search Console configured, you can view indexed pages by going to Index, Coverage, and then Valid. This will show the number of pages that your website has indexed in Google, and this number should be steady or increasing. So to update your audit list, if the number of indexed pages looks appropriate to you, great, check this item off your audit list. If the number of indexed pages seems too low, flag this audit item so you can come back and figure out why. You'll want to check to see if there's a meta robots tag or a robots.txt file causing an issue. Next, you'll check your robots.txt file to confirm nothing pertinent is being blocked. To access your robots.txt file, add robots.txt to the end of your website domain, such as https mywebsite.com slash robots.txt. If you have a robots.txt file, this will display in your web browser. Check to make sure that there is nothing unexpected listed under disallow. If you aren't sure what you're looking at, you can view our full robots.txt guide. We'll add that link into the full article. So you just click the link in the show notes, view the full article, and then you can view that full robots.txt file guide as well. If you don't have a robots.txt file, that's okay. It's not required. If there are pages that you'd like to keep the search engines out of, you can refer to the robots.txt guide that we just referenced above and add one. The robots.txt file isn't a guarantee that those pages won't be indexed, but it does guide the search crawlers, so there's a better chance that they'll be able to index all of the pages that you do want indexed. To update your audit list, if the pages disallowed in your robots.txt file look appropriate to you, great. Check this item off your audit list. If there are any questionable items in your robots.txt file, flag this audit item so you could come back and fix any issues. Next, check to make sure that you have an XML sitemap. The sitemap is another file that helps search engines understand what content to index on your website. If you aren't sure if you have a sitemap, Sometimes your sitemap URL is included in your robots.txt file. You can look for it there. The sitemap is most commonly named sitemap.xml and located in the root file. So there is a good chance that you can find it by going to yourwebsite.com sitemap.xml. 
However, this is not a requirement, so there is a chance that it's configured differently on your website. Similar to the robots.txt file, you want to review your sitemap and ensure that the content listed looks appropriate. You want your sitemap to include the content that you want indexed in the search engines. If you don't have a sitemap, you want to create one. A sitemap can only be beneficial. It makes it easier for search engine spiders to crawl your website and identify the content that needs to be indexed. And if you view the show notes and click the link to the full article, you'll be able to view the full sitemap guide to learn more about what a sitemap is and how to create one. To update your audit list, if you have an XML sitemap and the content looks appropriate, great. Check this item off your audit list. If you don't have an XML sitemap, or if the items included in your sitemap look questionable, flag this audit item so you can come back and fix any issues. Next, let's talk about site speed. The speed of your website can impact both search engine rankings and user experience. Run a couple of tests to determine if there are any improvements that you can make to improve the speed of your site. There are two tools that you'll want to use to test site speed, both of which are free. You'll want to run both Google PageSpeed Insights and GT Metrics. With both of these tools, you enter your URL, then it analyzes the page and gives you a report of how the page performed on various page speed factors. Each item that needs improvement includes information about how that item can be improved. And then to update your audit list, if the page speed tools found no issues, great. Check this item off your audit list. If the page speed tools found any areas for improvement, flag this audit item so you can come back and determine if you can implement any of the suggested fixes. And then the last of the technical items to review is to check for broken links. To do this, you can use brokenlinkcheck.com. It's a free tool that will run a scan and report back any broken links. It identifies the URL that's not working, the type of error that it's receiving, and the URL of the page where the broken link was found. To update your audit list, if no broken links were found, great, check this item off your audit list. If there were any broken links, flag this audit item so you could come back and fix or replace each broken link. Now we'll move on to the on-page elements. For these items, it will be easiest to run a scan so you can easily identify any issues across your entire site. Checking each individual page would be much more time consuming. To run a scan, you can use Screaming Frog. It's free for up to 500 pages. If you need to scan more than 500 pages, there is a one-time fee to purchase the software. The first is page title. You wanna make sure every page has a unique title tag. The title tag is one of the elements search engine spiders can use to identify what the page is about. The title tag is also the text that is used to display the main headline in search results. Make sure to include the targeted keyword for the page in the title tag. Also, keep the title tag under 60 characters or 512 pixels in length. That way, it doesn't get truncated in the search results. To find this information, look at your website scan in Screaming Frog. It lists the title tag under the Title 1 column, and then you can view the Title 1 length and Title 1 pixel width. If you click on the Page Titles tab at the top, you can easily filter the results by various categories such as duplicate titles and titles with over 60 characters. 
To update your audit list, if every page has a unique title tag that is less than 60 characters or 512 pixels, great. Check this item off your audit list. If any titles were duplicates or too long, flag this audit item so you could come back and fix any issues. Next are H1 tags. The header tags create the hierarchy of your page content. The most important header is called the H1 tag. There should be only one H1 tag on each page, and you want to include the targeted keyword for the page in the H1 tag. The rest of the header tags will be H2, H3, H4, H5, or H6. The higher the number, the less important and lower in the hierarchy the header is. To identify if you have one and only one H1 tag on each page, refer back to your Screaming Frog scan. Under the H1-1 column, you'll be able to see all of your H1 tags. There should not be an H1-2 column. If there is, review any pages that have data in that column. Those are pages where you have more than one H1 tag. To quickly review H1 tags, click the H1 tab at the top. There, you'll be able to filter the results to quickly identify pages with missing or duplicate H1 tags. And then to update your audit list, if every page has a unique H1 tag, great. Check this item off your audit list. If any page is missing an H1 tag or has a duplicate, flag this audit item so you can come back and fix any issues. On to meta description. So the meta description does not impact search rankings, but it is used as the description that appears on the search results page. It can help convince people to click through to your site. Similar to title tags and H1 tags, you want the meta descriptions to be unique on each page. And the meta description should be under 155 characters so it isn't truncated in the search engine results. To identify if your pages include meta descriptions, refer back to your Screaming Frog site scan. The meta description is listed under the meta description one column. There will also be a column titled Meta Description 1 Length, which lists the character length of each meta description. If you click the Meta Description tab at the top, you'll be able to filter the list by meta descriptions that are missing, duplicates, or over 155 characters. To update your audit list, if every page has a unique meta description below 155 characters, great! Check this item off your list. If any page has a missing, duplicate, or long meta description, flag this audit item so you can come back and fix any issues. And next is the URL structure. So URLs should be human readable. They should not include IDs or codes. If possible, they should also include the targeted keyword for the page. If you edit any URLs, make sure you add a 301 redirect to the old URL so it redirects to the new URL and any existing links don't break. To update your audit list, if the URL structure is human readable and does not include cryptic codes, great, check this item off your list. If the URL structure is overly complicated and difficult to read, flag this audit item so you can come back and determine if there is a fix. Depending on the content management system you're using, you may not have much control over the URL structure. If you do have control and can fix it, create a plan to take care of it. If you can't control it, don't worry about it too much. It only has a minor impact and it isn't worth breaking your existing URLs. 
Okay, on the keywords. You want to make sure that you're focusing on optimizing for phrases that people are searching for. If you aren't sure what people are searching for, you should conduct keyword research. Take a look at some of your most important pages. These are likely category pages and popular articles and guides. Are these pages optimized for keywords people search for? Or do they use generic terms and have no consistent keyword theme? To update your audit list, if the content pages are all keyword focused, great. Check this item off your audit list. If the content pages are not optimized for a particular keyword or phrase, flag this audit item so you can come back and make improvements. You'll want to do keyword research and optimize your pages for a relevant keyword. Moving on to our last section of the audit, user experience. The user experience plays a big role in SEO. The goal of the search engines is to provide an optimal user experience by providing high quality, relevant results. If your website provides a high quality user experience, then you are helping align with the goals of the search engines and setting your website up for long-term SEO success. Additionally, if you're spending time to improve SEO to get more traffic to your website, it only makes sense to also improve the user experience. Once you get those people to visit your website, you wanna make sure that your website can convert those people. Otherwise, the traffic doesn't provide much value. So first is mobile friendly. Make sure that your website looks good on mobile devices as well as desktop. If you aren't sure, you can use the Google mobile friendly test to find out if your website is mobile friendly. To update your audit list, if the site is mobile friendly, great, check this item off your audit list. If the site is not mobile friendly, flag this audit item so you can come back and make improvements. Next is content structure. You want your website easy to scan. People like to review the headings and bullets on the page to see if the content is worth reading. Additionally, having your keyword and headings and emphasized throughout the page helps search engines understand its importance. To update your audit list, if the content is easy to scan, great. Check this item off your list. If the content structure is all one block of text and doesn't include subheadings or lists, Flag this audit item so you can come back and make improvements. Next is images and videos. Make sure that your content includes relevant images and video where appropriate. The images should also include alt tags. The alt tags should include the keyword for the page or a keyword variant. To update your audit list, if the content includes images and or video, great. Check this item off your audit list. If there are no images or videos, flag this audit item so you could come back and make improvements. Okay, and then moving on to the above the fold section. What you see without scrolling when the page first loads is referred to as above the fold. You wanna make sure that from that first screen that people understand what you do and what you want them to do next. That means you need a call to action at the top of the page and a clear message about the value you provide. A call to action could be a sign up button, a purchase button, or a download button. It's whatever action you want people to take next. It doesn't have to get them to the end goal. It just needs to get them off the homepage to the next stage. So to update your audit list, if the above the fold area includes a call to action, 
and a clear value proposition, great, check this item off your audit list. If the area above the fold is missing a call to action or a clear value proposition, flag this audit item so you can come back and make improvements. And then lastly is the about page. The about page is normally the second most commonly viewed page after the homepage. People like to buy from people. Make sure that you have an about page in your main navigation and make sure the page clearly shares your story. So to update your audit list, if the site has an about page in the header and the about page shares your story, great, check this item off your audit list. If the about page is not in the header, or if the about page doesn't share your story, then flag this audit item so you can come back and make improvements. Once you've reviewed all of these audit items, make sure you document your findings. Whether you use the provided template or not, you'll want to take notes so you can make sure to take action and correct any issues found during your audit. Thanks for listening, and if you enjoyed this, please subscribe. This episode was brought to you by ClearPath Online, a DIY SEO tool for your website.